Hey, Brian. Hey, John. How are you? I'm, uh, I'm all right. So uh, this is the last episode of this series, I mean, at least for now. So um, you want to fill everyone in on the plan? <laughs> sure. Uh, well, I guess let me start by saying, you know, I actually loved this series. And, and just like its name, I think we could probably sort of do this forever. And, and I think we may do new episodes here and there. But I actually like the idea of moving on to something new. I think it sort of keeps us fresh mm -hmm. um, in a way that keeps the team sort of engaged. Yeah. And I think also, you know, sort of maintains that relevance, right, of, of what we're doing. You know, plus, I think, you know, I'm really excited about the series we have planned next, which yeah. we, you know, we'll be hearing about soon enough. But um, I, I think I think there's a lot of good things happening. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I, I mean, you know, I, I love doing limited run series <laughs> for that exact mm. reason. I mean, it keeps things yeah. fresh. And honestly, I mean, people just they don't get bored. Plus, um, like you said, as 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 we come across forever skills that we want to focus on i mean we can always just throw in an episode and do that but but for now this will be the last episode of forever skills for a little while and and like brian teased we have a new limited run show planned that you'll all be hearing about soon enough so so um, more to come on that but but let's get back to this episode which is going to focus on the forever skill of listening i mean it's kind of ironic brian right we're, we're doing a podcast about listening <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, but you know, it's interesting uh, for for a ton of different reasons. But you know, especially for this team, I, I mean, we have talked about sort of the whole concept of listening um, and how important that is. And and I think, not surprisingly, it's a topic or skill I think that comes up pretty much in every episode that we have done. Mm -hmm. But also on the culture shock series and, and actually all the way back to the remote control series. So I, I actually guess, um, given it's our last episode, I guess it's maybe about time that we finally cover it. <laughs> right. I mean, guys, it's been coming up for a year and a half. So uh, forever. Yeah. Right. So, uh, <laughs> Right. Now, for, for all of you listening, this was um, this was one where we considered having an expert come on, like we do for a, for a lot of episodes. But we changed our mind because as we were looking for guests, we realized how much information that there was out there about this topic. And we were like, you know, we should have the person who wrote the book on. No, we should have the, the person who gave that TED Talk on. Or we should have the person who wrote that article on. So instead of having one person come on and, and possibly missing out uh, on some of the nuggets from those other sources, we decided to just kind of cherry pick the things that we loved from all those sources and go through the insights and strategies and lessons ourselves. Now, before we jump into that, I think we should talk a bit about maybe why we believe this is a forever skill. I mean, it's probably a bit obvious, but we need to. You want to you uh, go first with that, Brian? Yeah, I mean, I think I do. I, I mean, I, I think there's a lot of different reasons for it. Um, one is, you know, every conversation um, that you have, um, you know, really revolves around your abilities to be able to listen and stay in tune with what's happening and, and, and what people are saying and not just showing up, but actually really listening and mm -hmm. being a part of the discussion. So, I mean, like you said, right, it's kind of obvious, but, but I do think it's becoming more important day by day because like 
people are actually, I think, listening less, John, especially when it comes to listening to potentially opposing viewpoints that don't match their own, or it's a different way of thinking. I mean, we all are out there preaching, you know, diversity of thought and all of those things, but how many people are really living up to that, Mm -hmm. I think, is is really the reason why this, for me, stuck out as much as it did. And, And I think there are a number of factors that sort of contribute to that. I mean, social media, obviously being a huge one. Mm-hmm. And I think if we look at the way social media is designed sort of to feed you information that sort of mirrors your own values and opinions and sort of keep you in line with like-minded people, you sort of end up in this, I guess you could call it an echo chamber. So when someone comes along with a different opinion that, you know, that's not your own, right? You shut down and you stop listening. And and I think that's really, that's what's happening today. And I think we should all be really concerned about that. Yeah, I I, I agree with that 100%. And it is interesting how everyone's out there talking about thought diversity. And the only Mm -hmm. way you can truly foster thought diversity is by listening to those differing opinions and ideas or thoughts. And social media in a way, I I mean, it's, it's killing that because I mean, it only feeds you thought consistency, right? Not thought, not thought diversity. Yeah, and and I think that's really dangerous because I think mm-hmm. the way in which we learn is by being open and willing to have conversations, conversations that aren't always aligned with your way of thinking, but really um, conversations that allow us to grow. And sometimes that requires you to step into a little bit of a different space Mm -hmm. and be open to a different point of view and being truly willing and open to listening to that and giving that some thought, not just checking the box and saying, you know, (laughs) that, hey, I I listened to what, what what you had to say. But, but then think about it for a second, John. When we talk about the future on here, we mentioned things like AI taking over, which you know may make lots of skills obsolete. Mm-hmm. But those social sites and those algorithms that they're using that are AI based, you know, so it's probably only going to get a little bit worse before potentially it gets better if it ever does mm-hmm. get better, and if people are listening to each other less and less, quite honestly, I think we're a bit screwed. So, you know, I not only think of this as a forever skill, I think this might be one of the most crucial forever skills to build and focus on. And and I'm I'm glad we waited to do it until now, because it actually really is the ultimate exclamation point for this series. Yeah, well said. Okay, so so the goal of every episode we've done on this series is to help all of you listening build or hone or get better at the skill that we're focused on. And, And like I said, instead of trying to find a guest to chat with about this, we opted to go out and do our own mini explorations around the topic and cherry pick the things that we think could help all of you and then regroup on here and hit some of the highlights. And And we'll also include links to all the resources that we found, which is, which is kind of cool because we basically vetted a ton of information out there on this topic. So, so, so you don't have to do it yourself. Um, so Brian, why don't you go through what you found first and, and then I'll jump in and, and do mine. Yeah. So, so here's what I would say. There's, there's actually no shortage of articles 
on becoming a better listener, right. which actually is is sort of interesting because it, it it leads you to understand that that this is a challenge for a lot of people, and I think people acknowledge that this is somewhat of a challenge for them. But you know, there were a couple of articles that were out there, John, that I, I actually you know sort of came across that for me I felt were really interesting, and the and the first one was actually a Harvard Business Review. No surprise, mm -hmm. uh, the name of this was "How to Become a Better Listener," right? <laughs> um, but it it sort of talked about the principles of active listening and. And, you know, I will say, I'm, I'm sure you've probably found this as well, but, you know, in everything that you heard or that I read in regards to this topic, people always had suggested that once someone is done speaking, it's appropriate to repeat that person's mm -hmm. last few words back to them, just to make sure that you understand it, not to put your spin on it, but actually to sort of repeat that back to them. But the, in this particular article, there were sort of five key points um, that I found to be really, really interesting. Um, the first was around the conversation and the specific topic of nonverbal cues. And so from the perspective of the listener, just being aware of eye contact, um, posture, nodding, you know, all the obvious nonverbal cues, but also as the presenter, right, understanding and paying really close attention to that. Because how many times have you been on a Zoom call or been a part of a conversation and, and, the, and the, the person who's presenting continues to go on and on and on? And you can see people sort of nodding off. They're picking up their phones. They're doing all like, there couldn't be more nonverbal cues, right, that exist there that either change your topic or figure out another way to deliver it because you're pretty much losing your audience, That's right? That was yeah. That, that was a really important one. So so I think paying attention to that was actually um, a really and, and from both perspectives, yeah, right? I like that. As yeah. a yeah, as a listener, give those nonverbal cues too, as well, just to be able to show that you're engaged in having that conversation. The other one was obviously minimize distractions. I love people <laughs> who brag about their abilities to multitask. At the end of the day, if you're multitasking, you're not paying attention to one of the subjects that you're focusing right. on. Right. Yep. Right. So 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 we really, I mean, people really need to focus on that. Be engaged in the discussion. Show up for the conversation so you truly can listen and and get rid of those distractions that exist. The other thing which I found was really interesting, and, and, and if you think about this and you're honest about this, we've all at times been caught doing this. Don't rehearse your response while the other person is talking. How many times, right, someone's talking and making a point, and in your head you're thinking through right. all the things that you're going to say to respond to it, right? Like, I think that was a really, really good point um, that, that sort of came up. And then the last one on this one um, was really monitor your emotions, that one was kind of an interesting one because specifically it called out that, you know, you don't want to respond in a way that causes another person to disengage. Mm. You really want to make sure that you stay um, sort of in that moment, yeah, right? Yeah. And, and, and that's an important piece to it. And as, as that listener, if you are listening to a conversation and it starts to go sort of the, go off the rails a bit in terms of what you're thinking, take a minute and just breathe, 
right? Just, yeah. just literally focus on your breathing yeah. to sort of diffuse and calm before you react. So that to me was was a, were, were you know some really key pieces, John, in terms of the piece that I had. And then there was one other article that I'll well, mention. Well, you know just- what was cool? You know, you know what was really cool about that before you jump to the next one? The the um, When you think of distractions... And then, by the way, a lot of these that you're mentioning, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here going, I don't know what I'm going to talk about because a lot of, <laughs> a lot of them. In this, I guess there's going to be a lot of overlap in this. But what I, what I had never thought about before was you were talking about distractions, and I think when we think of that, we immediately think of like the person picking up the phone or checking their email or doing whatever. But rehearsing's a distraction. It was one of the other yes. points, but rehearsing yes. can be a distraction because you're, you're absolutely rehearsing. And yeah. I don't think we I don't think we often think of that. So I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, your mind itself can be one and, of the biggest right. distractions. Yep. Right. Because yep. it doesn't allow you the opportunity to stay focused because you're so focused on what that next response is going <laughs> yeah. to be. Yep. Right? Yeah. So the other thing that I actually and this is sort of just a checkpoint for everybody, which I, I thought was really interesting. And this was from Fast Company. Um, and in it was, you know, the, the article there was six ways to become a better listener. And, and and as we had stated, we'll we'll post these all um in the comment section so people can have a chance to go in and listen to them. But in that, one of the comments that was made was, you know, if we ever finish a conversation and learned nothing surprising. We really weren't listening. Oh, that's a great point. That's and a great I thought point. That one for me, I was like, how many times do you show up and have conversations and, and literally you walk away from it and it was yeah. like you didn't learn it. You you really you weren't listening because we should show up and, and I, I do believe that we can learn from everyone and everything. Yep. So I think I thought that one for That's me. That's such a great point. And and it also means not only were you not listening, but you also maybe weren't being curious, which comes up a lot. You weren't asking Agreed. questions. You weren't pushing that person and say, because every conversation, even if a person's giving you the surface information and you start digging deeper and listening to that, you have to listen to what the person's saying to ask the right questions. Yeah, that one for me really, really stuck out. And yeah, then I, I will tell you that there was, you know, the, the the last comment that I'll make here and that I'm curious to hear what you have to say was in one of our external podcasts, there was someone that I was interviewing there and we were talking about the power of dialogue. And then, you know, as part of that, it, 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 it talked about sort of listening as an overall mm-hmm. to to, and, and this was a really interesting thing. To know what we hear requires listening to others, but to hear what we know requires nothing from us. <laughs> That's great. That to me, wow. between those two points, I was like, if that doesn't sum up sort of the listening component to yeah. it, nothing does. But but uh, okay, so those were mine. How about you? All right. So what, what, what did you come There's going to be some overlap here, but I, sure. I, I mean, I found some pretty good stuff. I mean, one article was from um, lifehack.org um, called Eight Simple Ways to Be <laughs> to be a Better Listener. I mean, I don't think anybody really... There's, there's not five cre- ways, there's not, six ways, right, there's eight ways. Not a lot of creativity in, these, <laughs> in, these, in the names of these articles, that's for sure. Um, but what was really great about this one was they not only talked about things you could do to get better at it, but they highlighted the things that make people poor listeners. And I like that hmm. angle. So I'm going to start hmm. with some yeah. of those. So um, one thing that they mentioned that makes people poor listeners is obviously this idea that you're doing other things. So the, the, the mm-hmm. distraction point. 
and you're you're constantly asking, what did you say? And they they make that point, which you kind of made, but that they really hammer it home and they say, look, you can't listen if you're doing other things, period. And mm-hmm. the fix is really simple. And a lot of times we think the fix is, well, just put your phone down or just pay attention. But they said, you know, the fix could be just tell the person that you're too busy to listen and schedule a time when you can. And I think it's so relevant to all that. of us, right? And especially in business, because there's so many times when we're multitasking, when we should be listening, and we don't just say that we're too busy. And a lot of times we don't do that because we don't see a time then when we won't be busy. So we just figure, all right, let me get this conversation out of the way and get this box checked. But it's not fair to do that to the to the person who's speaking. And and so I think, you know, you have to just say to the person, hey, look, I'm busy. I can't listen right now. Another thing that makes people poor listeners that they talked about was they tune out the second that they disagree with something that's being said. Mm-hmm. And they literally are waiting until they see an opening to tell the speaker how wrong they are. And, and we obviously, look, we all know it's wrong. And we know that by listening to people that we disagree with, we're good, we might find that nugget of information that we weren't aware of. I mean, it's how you learn. It's, it's, it's like we said, the essence of thought Absolutely. diversity. And, yep. and which, so, so, you know, nothing new there either. In, in fact, it's something that we've heard on lots of episodes from lots of experts that we've spoken to. But I think I just thought it was kind of worth saying again. Another thing that they mention that makes people poor listeners is they appoint themselves as a judge. In other words, while they're listening, they decide that the speaker doesn't know what they're talking about or know as much as them. In other words, I'm the expert. I know more. So what's the point of even listening to this person? So they don't hear anything the second they decide that the person is wrong. And obviously, it's it's a really ridiculous thing to do because, as we keep saying, there's always something to be learned. And again, I think this one's very relatable in business because so many of us think of ourselves as experts in our field mm-hmm. or, or thought mm-hmm. leaders. And a lot of times we put on that judge hat. And we stop listening. And what we forget is we don't know everything. There's a good chance that the person who that we're judging is making their point for a reason, right? They're not just making it for any reason. You know, they're not just saying it. I mean, and just because we don't like it or agree with it doesn't mean we should stop listening. Instead, maybe we should listen harder. And ask questions and find out why do you believe so strongly in the point that you're making, even though it's you know it's different than mine. So once again, it comes back to that curiosity, and 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 if you if you ask those questions, the more you're going to learn. So that was a great article, and and you know and we'll post that. And and they do get into. Um, I wanted to talk about what makes people a poor listener. They do get into a lot of tips to make people a better listener as well. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go to a different article for that. So, um, you know, John, one of the things that I would just say is through my career in individuals, and I'm sure you've seen this as well. There are always people that you look up to, and there's always people that sort of capture you um, from the way that they either present themselves or whatever. And I always, always admired leaders in businesses that could sit around a table, walk into a conversation, and actually say, I don't know the answer to that. I know. Educate me. Yep. Because that just showed a level of vulnerability that we all experience but yet not everybody is willing or has the courage to say, I don't know. Yep. 
and yep. and and that truly for me is is that that's always impressed me and impressed me from the perspective of not only just they're a good listener because they know they don't know the answer and they're not trying to figure out what the answer is they're trying to be present in the discussion but also just that ability to be able to say Love that. I don't know. Yeah and by say, right by saying that you immediately you immediately know the person's going to listen. Yeah. Because they, because that's they're teeing you up to tell you know to tell them something. I love that to educate them. Yeah. yeah. So um, there was also this masterclass.com article that, and it followed the same flow as the other one. They first talked about what makes a person a bad listener, and then they got into things that you could do. Um, and this one actually listed a bunch of things that made people bad listeners. I mean, like there were like ten of them or so. One of which was interjecting with an a, a personal anecdote. And they make the point that while it might seem helpful to sympathize or relate to the speaker by offering your own experience, it's a habit that can actually make the speaker feel like you're not fully respecting their story and you simply want to turn the attention to your to, to yourself. I mean, how many times mm. do you say to somebody, oh, oh, so we're going to make it all about you? You say it kind of as a joke, but you say mm-hmm. that because they're listening to you and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, well, let me tell you. One time, and and sometimes people will even go, and I catch myself doing this. Uh, you know, I'll say something like, "Look, I don't want to make it all about me, but let me tell you a story." Like you almost kind of know you're doing it, <laughs> right? <laughs> and and well, because re- it's easy to do. Yeah, I mean, you're you're trying to relate, but it does. There is research that shows it really does turn off the speaker. Huh. So I think that's a habit to get away from. And, and like I said, I mean, they they also had a bunch of recommendations for how to get better at this, one of which was to practice active listening. And active listening came up a lot. I mean, that that Mm. phrase, active listening. And they gave an example of an exercise, which was to write a summary of information following each conversation that you have, because it's just a great way to get in the habit of forcing your mind to stay active and engaged during interactions with others. And I loved that. Right. Mm. I mean, they, and, and, and they also talked about like how you talked about the body language. They talked about that as well. But you know what I thought was interesting about that? Like the nodding and the leaning in and those things. I don't know if a lot of times when we're thinking about it as a listener, I don't think we, we we're always thinking about like, oh, what should my physical, what should I be doing physically to show this person that I'm listening? And yeah. I, so I think that's kind of an interest. Even when you were saying it before, I was like, "Yeah, we don't think about that all that much." But they, it was the same point that um, that you know that you had found in in the articles that you were reading. Um, but once again, that link will uh, be posted as well. I mean, it's definitely worth a read. There's some really good stuff in it. And the last article that I found was an NPR article, and it was um, called "Want to Listen Better." Turn down your thoughts and tune into others. At least this one wasn't like eight ways to, <laughs> to, to <laughs> listen. <better. laughs> um, and it um and it included some strategies that that uh, that I'll go through. I mean, the first one was um, shut up and listen. And what I mm. loved about this, it, it, it's obviously very simple. The the woman who who um kind of teed this up, her name is um, Tanaya Israel. She's a psych professor at the University of California, and she said we need to give people uninterrupted time to speak. And one of the ways to remember this is that if you rearrange the letters in the word listen, it spells silent. Mm. <laughs> How great is that? So that's, that's a great way cool. to be, you know, to yeah. remember to just shut up and listen. Yeah. Um, the second one, and it was kind of something that you had said as well, was to summarize and build. So basically yeah. the recommendation is after the person is finished talking, 
take a little bit of what they said and add a little bit to it. The same, and that same professor um, says it's called reflective listening, and it makes it possible for you to not only show the person that you're listening, but also to give the person a chance to maybe correct any misunderstandings. And you know what? This actually reminded me, Brian, of the yes and stuff yeah. that, you know, that, that exercise from improv that, um, that Katie had taught us um, back in the Culture Shock uh, show, because that exercise was really all about building on what your improv partner is doing and saying. And the only way you could do that was to listen. So, um, yeah, so those were mine. Yeah, the repetitive one is interesting one. And I don't quite honestly, John, if, if I'm being 100% honest, mm -hmm. I don't know how I feel about that because someone always restating your points sometimes can it's be obnoxious. It, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't want to say that that mm -hmm. one, that one is probably a little bit more challenging um, when I look at it. And, and I don't know that I find myself doing that because I, I that that is a the perception that I get sometimes of that. I'm just like, oh, what are you doing? But you know, I don't know if that's so much, hear me out on this. I don't mm -hmm. know if summarize and build is so much about, because I agree when somebody repeats it, Mm. There's something a little bit like, oh, you were, you took a Dale Carnegie class that taught you how to, that you're supposed yeah. to repeat what the person's saying, or when you meet somebody, repeat their name three times, you know, some bullshit like that. But in the way of summarize and build, I think there's something to this idea of the build part. I think if the you build, say, yes. yeah, I think if you say to somebody, oh, you know what, when you said X, it made me think of maybe, you know, doing X, Y, and Z as well. You know what I mean? You could build on that and add to the conversation or build on the thought just like improv. So to me, the build was almost, summarize was important, but build was even more important than that. And I think that makes it less obnoxious. I would agree, it, it, but it does strike that nerve kind of like when you're in, an, in a large forum and people ask questions and someone says, great question. <laughs> oh, well, I hate that. I mean, I hate that. Drives me insane, right? Like, Do you know how many times I've edited that out of this out of these podcasts? I, no, no, no. I swear to you, I have. There are so many times when people say, "Well, that's a great question," and I'm like, "Well, what about the question?" Well, you say it was a stupid why, why question. Why is great? Yeah. <laughs> why is Brian so good? I know. Try that. Those two things, I think, are something that I would I would have to sort of listen. Well, everyone, as we mentioned, this is the final episode of Forever Skills, at least for now. Like we had said, we, we may do an episode here and there mm -hmm. as skills we want to focus on actually come up. But as always, if you think there's a forever skill we should be discussing, mention it in the comment section and definitely let us know uh, what your thoughts are of this episode. Of course, the good news is, John, and I will be back with a new show. Mm -hmm. um, and John, I'm just curious, do you think we should spill the beans a little bit here or should oh, we hold it on I, as a I secret? Definitely. I definitely think you should. I'm glad you said <laughs> it. I didn't think you were gonna. I think you should. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the next show, which will probably be launching late summer, the very beginning of September, uh, we'll run for about three months with episodes dropping every couple of weeks. Uh, and it will be called, now wait for it, Connection Point. And the whole premise of this show is to, in a way, celebrate the launch of Panasonic Connect by launching a show for all of you that connects you to ideas, innovations, inspiration, information, and sort of interesting individuals that, that we think you really need to know. For example, the first episode, 
or, or let's just say maybe one of the first episodes, will be focused on the metaverse. And we'll be talking to a couple of people who are going to tell us everything we need to know about that very current topic. So that's the kind of things you can expect from the new show. Really hot current topics that I think are really relevant and things that everybody is going to want to hear more about. So obviously, I'll be sending out an announcement when that's ready to go. But again, thank you for tuning into this show. And John, thanks so much for making this series such a huge success. Uh, We really appreciate all of your hard work. And uh, thanks, everybody. That's it for now.